Okay. So tonight we're going to speak about the halacha of Kal Yisrael Arevimzelah that, that each member of Kal Yisrael is an Arev, is an guarantor for all other members of Kal Yisrael. And this has a halachic ramification. Gemara makes it clear, based on the pasuk in Edivarim, it tells us Anistaris Hashem Elokeinu ba'Nigles Manu Ulevanenu Ad Olam. Ba'Ases is called the Behaterazes. The hidden sins are for Hashem. But the revealed sins are for us and for our children. We do all the words of this Torah. Rashi explains, based on the Gemara, that this Arebas, this concept of each of us taking responsibility for every other member of Kuali was accepted by us at Hargrizim, at Mount Grizim, and Mount Tibo. Once this Arebas was accepted, once we all took communal responsibility, then we all have responsibility to prevent any other Jew from doing a Nadir. And if the community does not fulfill this responsibility, then there will be collective punishment. Okay? That's one concept of the halachic reality known as Kal Yisrael. The other concept of having a halachic difference based on this idea of Kal Yisrael is for a positive scenario. That is when we find ourselves in a situation where one Jew has already fulfilled the mitzvah and has already made the bracha associated with that mitzvah. And another Jew has not yet fulfilled that mitzvah. The Jew who has already fulfilled his mitzvah is permitted to make a bracha and have the other Jew listen to his bracha and fulfill his mitzvah through that bracha. Now, how could he do that? He already fulfilled the mitzvah. He doesn't need to make that bracha anymore. The answer is that when another Jew has not yet fulfilled his mitzvah, it's as if the first Jew has not yet fulfilled his mitzvah on some level as well, because he has not fulfilled his mitzvah until all of Kali Yisrael has fulfilled the mitzvah. Now, obviously, those are the flip side of the same coin. Now, how does this work exactly? How can we be held responsible for something that someone else has done or has not done yet? The famous Medrash explains, Shem ben taught a mashal, a parable, of people are traveling in a boat. One of them is drilling a hole under his place, and the others say to him, what are you doing? You're drilling a hole, the boat is going to sink. He says back, why should you care if I drill in my place? So their response, obviously, is, we're all in the same boat. I one time heard an idea from my wife's grandfather, Rabbi Tendler, in LA, who explained the idea of this, what the mashal, what the parable is trying to teach us. He said it's kind of like a ball game. You have a sports team, and most members of the team spent a lot of time working hard to prepare for the game. But then you have one guy who is blowing off practice and comes, and he's totally hungover, and he's not ready to play, and they end up losing the game just because of one player. He would say, well, it's not fair. One player is messing up and the rest of us have to lose. Maybe it's fair, maybe it's not fair, but that's the reality. When you're all on the same team, you all have to be a pitch in together or else it's not going to work. That's the idea of Arivas when it comes to guarantoring for these two mitzvahs. You know, mitzvah and, and the concept of being responsible for other people's sins. We could have stopped them from doing so and did not utilize our ability to do that. And in the concept of helping others fulfill their mitzvah, that's the two halachic manifestations of this principle. I think there's another aspect that we can discuss, and I think it's particularly apropos to discuss in this time period. We find that when we left Mitzrayim, before coming to Har Sinai, before we get to the actual ability to accept the Torah, we go through a process of building a relationship with all other things to the extent that when it comes time to meet at Klali, for Klal Yisrael to meet Hashem at Har Sinai, how is it described? It's described as Vayichan Sham Yisrael Negeh Har, that one 
person, so to speak, is encamping by the mountain. And who is that one person? That is the entire one person of Klal Yisrael. And we all had exactly the same thoughts. There was a complete and total agreement in all of us what we should be there for. This is based, the idea that it was necessary to have everyone come together is based on a, uh, also a Pasuk in Amos. The Pasuk in Amos tells us that Hashem created chambers in heaven and built a, a group on this world. And on that group is how he, is how the land is, uh, is uh, the foundations for the land is this group. So the idea is that the purpose of this world can only be accomplished when there is a sense of unity amongst the nations of, amongst, amongst the nation of Israel. Another Gemara explains like this. And this Gemara, I think, is also going to explain something that's truly relevant to the story of Rus that we're going to be reading at home, unfortunately, this year. But the story of Rus, what we read is that, that there was a famine in the land of Israel. And Elimelech had a lot of money. But Elimelech did not want to be involved in the pain and the, did not want to give his food to the people of Israel because he thought that if he gives his food to the people of Israel, they won't dive into Hashem properly. If they don't dive into Hashem properly, the famine won't end. So he felt that it would be better for him to go away. So he went away with his two sons and with his wife. Now, he then has suffers terrible, terrible punishment. He loses his life. His two sons lose their lives. And they die young. And we know what, what comes from that story. But what exactly was he doing when he left the nation? So the Gemara and Tainus tells us like this. We learned in Abraisa. At a time when the nation of Israel is in pain and suffering, and somebody leaves from the community, right, and doesn't want to be part of what, what's going on with them. The two angels will come, who normally accompany a man, and they put their hands on his head. And they say, This individual who has removed himself from the community, he should not be the one to see the consolation of the community. So Elimelech, who had left, he was not going to be the one to see the, when, when we got the consolation and we get back to the famine is over. He took himself away from the community at a time of distress. We look at the antidote to that and we find very clearly the antidote is Rus. Who is Rus? Rus is someone who's a, a Moabite princess. And she had the opportunity to go back to her land. Nami says, go back to your land. And Orpah listens. Rus, Rus does not listen. And Rus says, no, 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 I want to be with you and I want to help you. And when Rus was exhibiting there is when she sees her mother-in-law in pain, she does not leave. She, she's invited to leave, but she doesn't leave. She seizes that opportunity and makes sure that she remains with her mother-in-law to ensure that she at least has company with her. And then she takes this Mida, this characteristic of, of chesed, of doing kindness, and not removing yourself from someone else in pain, to another level. And she goes to be with Boaz, and she has this child, and this child begins the Davidic dynasty. And her great-grandchild is, is King David. So that comes about from someone who immersed herself back into the distress of the nation of Israel, when she didn't have to do that, and she did it anyways. And when she did that, therefore she merited to see the consolation of the community as the Gemara tells us, that she actually was there for the coronation of her great-great-grandson, Shlomo HaMalach. That that's how much she merited, just because she, instead of turning away from doing chesed, instead of saying, I don't want to see their pain, she put herself into their pain. That's 
that's the Mida, that's the characteristic of, of Klal Yisrael. This is the characteristic that we share, that we have a, a sense of responsibility for each other, and that when someone else is in pain, we step forward and help them out. And that's something that we did both when we were leaving Mitzrayim and coming to Arsina, and that's how we joined together to be able to accept the Torah. That's why Hashem created a world in which we are supposed to be the foundation of the world. And that's the story of, of Shavuos, both in the times of, of leaving Mitzrayim, when we get the Torah, and also in terms of the connection to Megillas Rus. So I want to finish with a, a little story that happened recently. I'm a little bit involved right now with this uh, effort to help collect convalescent plasma from people who have survived COVID-19 and have uh, antibodies in their blood that could help fight COVID-19. They can donate their plasma to help others who are currently sick. So one of the things that I've done, I haven't done that much really, but one of the things that I have done is I've helped put together a, a medical board. I asked a couple of people to join. One of them is our very own Dr. Larry Martin. So we had a phone call last week, a medical board with, together with a fellow Dr. Michael Joyner. Dr. Michael Joyner is an anesthesiologist at Mayo Clinic. And one of the, he's actually overseen the nationwide trial of convalescent plasma to see if this is going to work and, and how much it will help and how much it won't help. So we had this Zoom meeting. At the beginning of the Zoom meeting, so Dr. Martin introduces himself as Dr. Larry Martin from Palo Alto. Now Dr. Joyner is working very closely with the other people involved in this effort and they're mostly in the tri-state area in New York and New Jersey. So he says right away to Dr. Martin, so, so where's Palo Alto in New Jersey? Dr. Martin's like, um, no, Palo Alto in California. He's like, one second, you live in California. Why are you involved in some efforts that are focused in New Jersey and New York? He just couldn't even fathom. He couldn't wrap his mind around the possibility that there could be another person living in California, Palo Alto, California, involved in these efforts to help save people in New York and New Jersey. He assumed there must have been another Palo Alto in New Jersey. But in truth, we know that that's not true. In truth, we know that all Jews, wherever we are, are all part of this Kali Yisrael Arabian Zelazah. And of course, as soon as I made one phone call to ask Dr. Martin to help, he came on board fully with everything, whether he's part of that community that's hard hit or not part of the community that's hard hit in a geographic sense, he's part of the same community at heart. And that's something that we share. And that's something that hopefully will bring us to see the consolation.